Hello everyone, welcome to Miss Mama Reads. In this podcast is where I read my own homemade short stories. These stories can vary from little romantic comedy or based on true life to full-on series of fantasy or science fiction. Mind you that most of these stories are not written for a younger audience and parental guidance is advised for children under the age of 13. And welcome to another episode. This time it becomes a little spooky. I hope you like it. It is the start of September, so Halloween is coming near. So I'm trying to get a bit more spooky in there. So enjoy this episode. This episode is called The Black Monastery. Outside of the small village of Solemn was a mighty monastery. It was an altar building with many towers. And then it disappeared. At least, that was the tale Rose had heard. She tried to remember the story when she was walking the cobblestone path to where they had told her the convent had been standing. But before she could repeat the story in her head, she arrived at the clearing. A big, empty space in the middle of a forest. Trees were abundant, but there At that spot were no plants other than grass. It was a big empty circle. Nothing dared to be in that spot. It fascinated Rose immediately. She threw the backpack off her shoulder and sat down for a moment. She grabbed her phone and took some photos. The people of Solemn said this place had been the same for decades, maybe even centuries. The priests and the monks of the supposed monastery had sold their souls to the devil himself. The story was a bit odd, thought Rose. Supposedly those very religious men had sold their souls for money food and wine and orgies according to the story as well rose just shook her head and took some more pictures there was nothing but grass not even a couple of stones nothing that could point to any building having ever been there hey you she heard Rose looked up and saw a woman with purple dyed hair on the edge of the clearing. Get out of there! Do you want to die? She waved Rose down. She looked angry. Rose thought for a moment whether to approach this woman. She did not know this person. What did she want? Fine! The woman said with a frown visible on her face. 
Have a great time in hell with the others. She turned around and stamped off. Rose went after her. Oh, wait! She ran out of the clearing. First to grab her backpack, then in a circle around the grassy dip following the purple-haired woman. Rose saw the long, unnatural colored hair in the distance. She ran after her and quickly caught up with her. Hey, wait! Wait up! The woman slowed down her pace and looked back. Rose heard her snort. <laughs> sort of glad you are still alive. Rose was now walking next to her. What do you mean? Why would I be in any danger? This question made the woman stop and take a closer look at Rose. Oh, you are not from around here then. Should have known. Let us start over then. My name is Lily. Rose. Pleasure. Anyway, don't go there. It is dangerous in that clearing. Why is it dangerous? It just is. Stay away. Now it was Rose's turn to snort. They walked all the way to the edge of the village. One of the people Rose had met in the bar the day before looked up from his gardening. Back already? I thought you would be gone for the day. You mean gone forever? Don't be all innocent, you bastard! The man chuckled awkwardly and walked inside quickly. Lily turned to Rose. So you knew? Knew what? Don't play games with me, foolish girl. You knew about the monastery. You mean the legend? Lily threw her hands up in the air. Fine. Whatever. Go back there and die. I don't care anymore. You are all idiots. Lily shook her head and walked away from Rose. Rose did not know what to say. She was dumbfounded about her reaction. Is she gone? Asked the man who had been following the explosion behind his door. Rose only saw his eye through the crack of the front door. Yeah, she has left. You can come out, Richard. Richard looked relieved when he opened the door entirely. He shoveled outside and started to grab his gardening supplies. Don't mind her, missy. He said with an apologetic smile. She can be a bit overwhelming. Lost her brother when she was little. She means well. Why is she so afraid of the clearing? It was just a missing convent, right? Richard looked uncomfortable. Well, you see, uh, well, I haven't told you the entire story. Really? What is there more? Rose was intrigued. It was partly her love for legends and folktales that had drawn her to this area. And at first, the tale of a disappeared monastery had been a bit underwhelming for her. But now she hoped to get a bit more from Richard. 
The old man hesitated though, shuffling his feet and twirling the handle of his gardening shovel. Richard could barely look at Rose. You know, well, I better not. Lily will kill me. He paused. I will treat you on a bear. Please, Richard, tell me the story. Okay. Okay, as drinks. We can do that. Why not meet at the Silver Hand at nine? Just buy me and my friend a couple drinks and we're even. Deal. See you tonight then. Rose walked away to her hotel. It was noon. She had to get ready. Rose ignored her phone, which was vibrating furiously. It had been going off for a while now, but she had no intention to pick up. Rose sat at the bar. The clock behind the bartender showed it was still five minutes before nine o'clock. She ordered two beers and for herself she got a rosé. She turned around every now and then to keep an eye on the doors. She ignored the man who was trying to get her attention from a corner of the tavern. She turned her back to him when he was motioning her to come to him. Right on time, very good of you. She heard from her right. Richard put a hand on her shoulder. His eyes caught the two beers on the counter. Well, that is an excellent starter, don't you think, Hugh? The man next to Richard nodded silently. Rose had seen Hugh before as well. This bar was a congregation for the entire village, and looking at how many families were gathering here for dinner, that tradition would not die out soon. Come on, let's sit over there. They took the drinks with them and shuffled their way through the tavern to a little table in the corner. Rose looked at the men she was with. You looked even older than Richard. Thin grey hair, too many wrinkles to count and a big droopy nose. They sat at the table and Richard took a long sip. Well, let's go quickly about it. You, in case you did not know, this is Rose, and she is interested in the tale of the monastery. Isn't everyone? Rose, this is you, the elderly. He knows all about the monastery. I thought you were the expert on that topic. Richard shook his head. I know the bits and pieces about the legend, but you here knows what actually happened. <laughs> Some say you was there when the building disappeared. Rose was a bit confused, but focused on you. 
The old man sighed, emptied his beer, and said, We need something stronger. Rose went to the bar and ordered them whiskey. She got herself a soda. When she sat down, you took the glass and drank it in one go. Well, said Richard, who looked at his friend with annoyance. Shall I start then? He turned to Rose. What do you remember of the tale, or do you want me to start over? Just tell the entire legend. Maybe I forgot certain details. Well, okay, so the monastery, the monks living there had come from a places all around. I think the tale went that all the bad ones from other monasteries were put into this one. And at first it was probably a punishment. Solemn was very small. The monastery was small too. But all of a sudden, it started to grow. Those monks had sold their souls to the devil. Well, can you believe that? The monks who'd go at turn 180 and now worship the devil. They had riches, food, and wine aplenty. The monastery was growing and growing until it looks more like a castle. And those jolly old monks lived like they had not the care in the world. They did whatever they wanted and were quite rowdy. Richard pokes you, who was listening to his friend with a big frown. <laughs> right, you. You want to take it over from me? You sighed, but he finally opened his mouth and started talking. <sighs> Back in the days, speaking about 300 years ago, Religion was the most important power in this area. Kings did not rule here, but the Pope. So nobody was going down there to complain about their noise, trouble making there, especially their black mass. Rose wanted to interrupt you to ask about that, but he held up his hand. The black mass was the mass for the devil. Held at midnight, to at least three in the morning. The noise and the record started at midnight. Demons and witches would come from far to mingle in the feast and orgies. This went on for years and years and years, until all sound suddenly stopped. I think the first one who realized the entire monastery was gone was the postman. He was one of the few people who were forced to walk down that cursed, cobblestone path 
so do their job. The morning after all the ruckus had stopped, people had found that the postman in the middle of the square was shivering with fright. He was so white as a sheet. You stopped for a moment. Need more drinks. I get you another whiskey after you have finished the story. Richard said firmly. He winked at Rose. This is the good part. Nobody cared for the disappearing monastery. They were too glad to be able to sleep at night. However, their problems were not over. After a few years, people began to talk about ghosts. Around midnight, every night, the clearing where the big building once stood will be filled with the supernatural. A broken bell will ring. The monks will disappear in their ghostly form and start wailing, crying about how they regret their position. And around three in the morning, they will sink back into the ground. And it, it, it is said that when you stay in the clearing for long enough, no matter by day or by night, though during the night it is shorter, these ghosts will spring up from their invisible grave and drag you down, screaming about how all their souls will give them rest. And around midnight, when it all starts, when you are in the clearing, no matter how shortly, you'll will be dragged to hell regardless. You shivered again and stopped talking. He looked exhausted. Richard patted him on the back. Well done, mate. <laughs> Let me get you a drink then. You want something? Rose shook her head and Richard shoveled away. Don't try it. Sorry? No matter whether you believe in ghosts or not, do not go to that clearing. Too many people have vanished from this village. Don't be stupid. Rose nodded. She talked for a bit longer with the men and thanked them for the story. Around 10.30pm, she stood up, paid her tap and walked out. She saw Lily standing outside. She was holding a cigarette, but threw it away when she recognized Rose. I heard you talking with you. You got the story now? I think so. It is quite legend, said Rose while she walked on. Lily followed her. And now you're trying to see whether it's real. I t 
tell you, I'm not. I'm going to my hotel, hiding from my stalker. Lily looks surprised. I'm not, I am not talking about you. I have a real stalker, my ex-boyfriend. If you look at the door of the silver hen, you can see him. Lily looked at the tavern. The man, who had been trying to get Rose's attention for the whole night, quickly dove back inside. Lily cursed under her breath. Oh god damn it. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. You want me to walk to the hotel with you? That... that would be great. Rose and Lily walked in silence for a while. Lily looked behind her every now and then, but the man did not risk going after Rose that moment. Listen, I think I came on a bit strong today, but I lost my brother to that clearing. I don't care if you believe me, but that place is cursed, and you should not go there anymore. I believe you. They had arrived at the entrance of the hotel. And I won't go back there. In fact, I will leave here tomorrow. Lily seemed relieved. They said their goodbyes and Rose went inside. In her room, she grabbed her phone and opened it. There were hundreds of messages. Dozens of phone calls. All the same person. Rose was so sick of him. Always trying, always stalking, she made a message. Hey, if you want to talk to me, meet me here at midnight. Follow the cobblestone road. She attached a picture of the clearing she took that day and also made him a simple map. Moments after she had sent the message, he messaged back. I can't wait. Why there? It is a surprise. She closed her phone again and looked at the clock. She watched the time go by, sitting on her bed. If it did not work, she would pack her bags immediately and flee to another village. The little alarm clock showed midnight. There was no phone call. There was no text message. Rose sighed. She could finally sleep again. And that is a wrap for this week. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the outro. Um, I made this story based on a Dutch myth or actually a Dutch uh, story about ghosts and uh, a, a convent or a monastery that disappeared one night and they those monks would go around midnight and spook you basically it was a kind of a, a short story um, the original one 
but I try to make it a bit more appealing by uh, getting a bit more spooky in there and trying to make a personal story around there as well. Sometimes people ask me why I do not explain or go further in certain details about an aspect of the story. I figure that some people would really like to know the story of the ex-boyfriend or that kind of stuff. The biggest challenge I face usually with these short stories are that these short stories need to be a certain length. And if you want to tell one story, you usually do not have much or like no room for the surrounding stories. Maybe if it was a book, you could go into detail about that. But with short stories, usually some things are just not explained, which also creates a bit more of the mystery around it. So, September is in full swing right now. It is going to be autumn or fall, as some people call it, and temperatures are gonna drop. Halloween will be near, uh, at least I like Halloween, and I want to focus a bit more on the more spooky stuff. Meaning that there will be more ghost stories, more stories about uh, Halloween themed uh, events. So be ready for that. I have a couple of stories that I want to pursue, but I do not know which one to go for. So I will see whether next week will be story A or story B. I will leave you in the dark for that. But I really hope you enjoyed this story. I also hope you come back next week, so have a great week, goodbye.